0: Jesus House, in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House, London. God bless you. Father and our God, as we come before you tonight as a family, we pray, Father Almighty God, that holy spirit that you take absolute control we come before you father tonight and we not only lift up tonight's bible study but we lift up our country the united kingdom and father almighty god wherever anyone is listening anywhere in the world we pray peace for that country we pray that you take absolute control my father we pray that father wisdom will prevail and that your will and your will alone will prevail We come before you as a family and we take the opportunity just to lift a prayer before you, even before our declaration, my father. We just ask you to take control. We thank you for all that you have done, my father, and all that you will do. We pray that as we spend time in your word, father, you reassure, you strengthen, you guide. But you give us the tools, skills and abilities to not only find you and walk with you in Christ, but father almighty God, that we will be able to make a difference. Holy Spirit, please take absolute control. We yield ourselves to you in all ways and in all things. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen, ladies and gentlemen. As we begin tonight, um, we're grateful to God. Now, last week, ladies and gentlemen, we got we we were talking. We are speaking about fasting, and we're speaking about fasting as an element of prayer that allows us to create an environment that gives us a healthy heart. That's a heart that trusts and relates to God confidently. And so, ladies and gentlemen, just before we start, there's a scripture bubbling in my heart, and I'm I'm just going to hunt it down, but I will reread our core scripture, and it's as follows. Please turn in your Bibles to the book of Matthew. Remember, we read through that, and we'll pick up our narrative at chapter 4, like we have um, Matthew chapter six, as we have done, and we'll read the Lord's Prayer. We'll read from verse eight, and we'll stop where Jesus stops speaking about fasting. Remember, this is the two go together, fasting and prayer go together. Um, Just before I read that, someone needs to hear this, and so I'm, I'm going to hunt it down. When we talk about a healthy heart, ladies and gentlemen, this is what a healthy heart looks like kindly turning your Bible just before we start to second chronicles chapter 16 verse nine. 2 chronicles chapter 16 verse 9 and the Bible says the following and I'll, I'll read this now I'm reading from the King James version of the Bible the Bible says for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of them Whose heart is perfect toward him. And then the Bible goes on to speak to the king that the prophet is speaking to, not speaking to you or I. He says, Herein now has done foolishly, therefore, from henceforth thou shalt have wars. That's not that's not part of what God um, we're focusing on tonight. That's the prophecy that the prophet gave to the king. But I want you to realize that the Lord is looking. The Lord is looking for people with a perfect heart. And if you think the word perfect doesn't mean blemishless. It means full, mature, connected to the Lord. And so focused on the Lord. And ladies and gentlemen, so if your heart is focused on the Lord, this is, this is our goal. If your heart is full of the Lord, if your heart is faithful and committed to the Lord, then God will look for you as much as you will look for God. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as we go through this Bible study, I want you to be encouraged that in this season, the Lord will seek you out. He's already sent Jesus Christ. He's already spoken his word over your life. He's already saved you. The Lord will find you. Your situations will be okay because God is good. Um, Good evening to everybody. And so we'll pick it up. now. I just want someone to be encouraged even before we even start before we go into the meat of tonight. And so, ladies and gentlemen, please keep that in mind. 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. When we say a healthy heart, that's one of the scriptures we focus on. The Bible says a heart that is perfect. When you realize that this is something that the Lord will make possible, and when the Lord finds that you have a perfect heart, he'll look for you. A heart full of him. When you're holding on to the Lord, you're holding on. To what God is saying, please, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what you're going through now, the Lord will look for you. His word will seek you out. And so let's just dive into tonight. It's going to be a great night. And so we're speaking on fasting, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to go back to Matthew chapter six. And we'll start. We'll pick up our reading from verse eight. Jesus is speaking about prayer. And we will also realize that prayer and fasting are connected. And so I'll read Jesus' words. Matthew chapter six, verse eight. Be not therefore, um, be not therefore like them. For your father knoweth what things you have need of before ye ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your heavenly father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites. This is what now Jesus says. Moreover, that means on top of everything we've just said about prayer, no matter how powerful prayer is, the Lord says, moreover. So fasting is not not an option for us as Christians. The Bible says, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret. And this is the beautiful thing. And thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. And so we're stopping at verse 18. And so what what I want you to realize, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says there is a reward for fasting. There's a reward. And we looked at various types of fast last week. We looked at different ones. And so we're going to pick up from that list. And so we're going to look at what the Bible says about fasting. The reason being is fasting is a I don't I I can't refer to it as a secret, but it is a blessing to the believer, real blessing. And so let's look at um, we looked at fasting last week that brings intervention. We looked at fasting last week that leads to direction. We looked at fasting last week where promises came to pass. And so all of those things we looked at last week. And so today we're going to look at formal and we're going to realize that fasting is something that when you, when the Lord calls you to fast, please keep this in mind. He doesn't want to take something from you. He wants to give something to you. Fasting has a reward. And so it's great. What is fasting? Fasting is abstaining from either food, liquid for a period, or things that are favorable for a period so that you may focus on the things of the spirit, the things of the Lord, that you may spend time in prayer, in study, meditation, confession, that you may just focus on the things of the Lord so that. And then we also realize, and we said this last week, and I'll say it really quickly. We says one of the key elements of fasting is, and it's found in Isaiah 58, reading from verse four. And the Bible says, fasting causes your voice to be heard on high. So when Jesus was speaking about prayer, he said, we cannot separate prayer from the discipline of fasting. And when you get into fasting and you understand how it works, it moves from a discipline to a delight and so ladies and gentlemen that's what that's what we talked about last week and so we're going to pick up where we left off last week and we're going to look at the next four please turn in your bibles stay in the book of matthew please and please turn to matthew chapter 4 verses 1 and we're going to read from verse 1 to 11 and i'm going to read nice and quickly um we'll Just as we get through our reading, we'll probably be at the time of our declaration. And if ever our country and wherever you're listening to, where if ever we needed the Lord to heal the land, it is now. Okay? It is now. All right. Please turn in your Bible. Okay? Please turn in your Bible that, and we'll read from Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then the Bible says the following, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was, he was afterward a hunger. That means he was hungry afterwards. Verse three. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Verse four. But he answered, this is Jesus, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Verse five, then the devil taketh him up into the holy city and setteth him on the pinnacle of the temple. And he saith unto him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up lest at any time thou dash thy foot against the stone. Verse seven, Jesus said unto him, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Verse eight, again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he saith unto him, all these things will I give thee, if thou will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus, then saith Jesus unto him, get thee hence satan for it is written thou shalt worship the lord thy god and him only shalt thou serve verse 11 then the devil leaveth him and behold angels came and ministered to him absolutely amazing story amazing story and we're going to dig into it but we realize notice what The Bible says, verses one and two, the Bible says Jesus was about to go up against a challenge that could that was could derail his entire ministry. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit not only led him up into the wilderness, but directed him into a fast. Jesus comes out of that fast and notice he becomes so successful in taking down the opposition that came against it. We're going to dig into that in a moment. We're just going to pause now, ladies and gentlemen. So let's take our declaration, which is taken from 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, for those of you that may not know. And so let's take our declaration. O oh Lord, we are your people, called by your name. We humble ourselves and we pray. We seek your face. We turn from our wicked ways. Hear from heaven, Lord forgive our sins and heal our land in Jesus' name we pray we declare our land is healed in the name of jesus amen and so ladies and gentlemen wherever you are the land is healed the land is healed and so what you begin to realize ladies and gentlemen is this so we're going to dive back into so Jesus comes up against satan and notice the key things i want you to realize there and this is the element of an element of fasting i want you to understand when you come up against opposition when you come up against something that says you can't go forward and when satan comes to steal your promise your assurance anything that God has said to you when he comes to turn it around and say, well, it's not going to happen. You can't expect this. Let's tear it down. Notice when you come out of a fast, fasting invariably will enable you not only to hear the voice of God clearly, but it gives what you say. weight. Jesus makes a state, makes three statements, and his statements are all preceded by the following phrase, it is written. And so he knows exactly what to say. And he literally, he knows what to say. He declares it. And notice, Satan has to back off. And so the word of God in your mouth, when you come out of a fast, Notice it says your words will be heard on high. You will have the capacity to declare a thing and it will be established unto you. Let's have a look at a couple of scriptures that make this really key. And I want you to realize it. So this is the thing I want you to understand about fasting. It's one of the most wonderful things is first, you will be able to hear the Lord clearly. Clearly hear the Lord clearly turn with me please to um let me find it let's let's start first please come with me to John chapter 14 verse 26 John 14 verse 26 and I'm going to read I'm going to read what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit and I'm reading from the King James version of the Bible the Bible says but the comforter which is the Holy Ghost whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So when you find yourself, ladies and gentlemen, when you find yourself in a situation where you are confronted and you don't know what to do, you don't know what to say, the Holy Spirit will tell you. But many times when you are fasting, it's easier for you to hear him. And he will then bring to your heart, to your remembrance, that this promise, this is what the Bible says, this is what you've read. And what the Bible says, notice, he said he will bring it to your remembrance. That means It's the Bible that you have studied, the word of God that you know, that the Holy Spirit will bring back to the forefront of your mind and you will be able to declare over your circumstances and your situations. This is what the Lord is saying. And so because and that's what he does, because he's the one that knows exactly what needs to be said at that point in time come with me please ladies and gentlemen to first corinthians chapter 2 just so we understand the strength of this and then we will move on then we will move on first corinthians chapter 2 we'll start at verse 9 and we'll read to verse 11 and the bible says the following verse 9 but as it is written i have not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which god hath prepared for them that love him. Verse 10 says, but God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. And verse 11 says, for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of a man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to please understand that when you are facing a challenge, when you spend time in fasting, hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit is key. And what will he do? He will bring the word of God alive. Then it moves from being just the word, which is the Greek word logos, and it becomes rhema, something that God is declaring. And so when you now declare it, everything else backs off whether it be the sickness whether it be the circumstances whether it be the challenge whether it be the thoughts or the things that are are causing you angst or pain and anxiety when the holy spirit says say it like this things change and so we realize this happens to jesus three times three times satan comes to try and trip him up are you really the son of god are you really the son of God? Okay. If we believe you are, then look, I'm going to give you an easy way out. Worship me and I'll give you everything. And Jesus has an answer every single time. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to understand, let me say this over you prophetically. From this time forward, if you spend some time in fasting and you spend some time in the word of God, you will have what to say whenever your faith is challenged and when your faith is challenged when you can declare what God is saying with confidence this is what happens when you're fasting the you will be able to say what God is saying and at that moment God will back you up and I say it over your life prophetically and so please keep that in mind okay And then it's really important. This was the worst assault or one of the worst assaults on Jesus's ministry. One of the worst. And notice the word of God was sufficient not only to stop it, but to give Jesus complete victory. So will the word of God give you victory. And notice there was no quarrel. Satan left and so will your circumstances, so will whatever is caused by him, so will they step away when you hold on to the word of God. This is one of the benefits of fasting, and so we see this three times Jesus said that, and so we're going to move on really quickly, and so that is where you realize overcoming any kind of opposition, when you spend some time in fasting, the ability for you to overcome it will come to you. Now, there's a a scripture, coming to my mind because i i want to bring that home for some people i want to i want to bring it home that when you face a challenge the answer is going to be found in the word of god turning your bible before we go to the next example of um fasting turning your bible to mark 11 and we'll start at 22 so Mark eleven twenty two, and we're going to go to 24. And what I want you to realize is this. Notice, and the Bible says, Jesus says the following. And Jesus answering, saith unto them, have faith in God. If you read that in some of the other translations, it says, have the God kind of faith. Have the faith that is in God. Have the same confidence in God's word that God has. Declare it with that kind of confidence that is what the holy spirit gives you especially when you're sensitive and you spend time in fasting and this is the reason that and i want to say this here so we can move on so we can so i can explain this clearly when you spend time in fasting ladies and gentlemen fasting accelerates causes everything you do in relationship to god to go to another level your bible study will go to another level your prayer will go to another level your worship will go to another level your acts of obedience will go to another level your acts of giving and kindness will go to another level and so ladies and gentlemen what i want you to realize is when you now begin to study the bible especially when you're fasting the Bible is easier to believe and faith is built. We're going to see that in the next example. But let me read this scripture to the end just so it can really help someone. Mark eleven twenty three. 23 now, Jesus keeps going and he says the following. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Notice, you sometimes you have to speak to the mountains or the mountain shifts. And the Bible says in verse 24, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Ladies and gentlemen, when you come into the place of prayer, when you come into the place of fasting, Your prayer life, your study life, your meditation life goes to another level. And that produces faith because the Bible is easier to believe. It gets into your heart. It becomes things you see and believe. When you now declare that with confidence, the circumstances have to bow because the Lord said so. And this is one of the benefits of fasting. It accelerates or it amplifies your relationship with God. I hope that really helps somebody. And so, ladies and gentlemen, don't stand silent facing whatever challenge you're facing. The Lord will help you through. We're going to go through. So I'm going to move on now to another example of fasting. And in this case, um, please turn in your Bibles to Second Chronicles 20 we'll start at verse one. Now, this is a relatively, I'm going to read through, this is a a pretty famous reading, and so I'm going to read, and I sense in my spirit that, please, ladies and gentlemen, anybody who feels like they're in a siege, anybody who feels like the, that the circumstances have encircled them, let's see where the, where fasting plays a key part in causing those circumstances to turn around second chronicles chapter 20 verse 1 and it came to pass also it came to pass after this also that the children of moab and the children of ammon and with them other beside the ammonites came against jehoshaphat to battle then there came some that told jehoshaphat there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side syria and behold, they be in Hazazan Tama, which is in Gedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, Art not thou God in heaven, and rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee. Art not thou our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel, and gave it to the seed to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If, when evil cometh, again, cometh upon us, as the sword judgment or pestilence or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence for thy name is in this house and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Behold, I say how they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. Verse 13. And all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehazel, Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Bekiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. And he said, hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou king Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you, be not afraid nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go ye down against them, and behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and you shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruah. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Verse 18. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of the Kohothite, Kohathites, and of the children of Korites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose up early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoah. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets and so shall you prosper. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went as they went out before the army to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Verse 22. And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord and sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah. And they were smitten for the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to slay them, to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. Verse 24 And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth. None had escaped. Verse 25. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels, and they stripped them off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days in the gathering of the spoil. It was so much. We'll stop reading there. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to realize something. This turnaround where the Lord fought for Israel, notice where it started. And so I wanted you to hear the story. So let's, we're gonna jump on a couple of things. And so come back with me to verse three notice jehoshaphat was facing an impossible an impossible task verse three and the bible said that jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all judah please listen to me the bible says jehoshaphat was afraid and that is okay It is what you do afterwards that matters. He was afraid, so he did two things. He said, let's find, let's seek the Lord's guidance. And he said, let's fast. Notice, they fast, all of Judah gather. We don't know how long they fasted. The Bible does not tell us. But since all the people of Judah had to come to Jerusalem by foot, you realize they were fasting for a few days but they fasted. They all gathered and noticed then Jehoshaphat prays what can only be called a perfect prayer. He seems to have understood something about God's promises and covenants that had come alive. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when you fast. The Lord will tell you, this is what I want to hear to make a difference this is how you should pray this scripture is what you need to pray and notice ladies and gentlemen not only did joshaphat pray what is a remarkable prayer and please pray it for yourself whenever you get the chance pray those words over your life but then the bible says once he does so and this is what i want you to realize When they finish praying, they stand still. Because he was assured that, you know what? This prayer, uh, something's about to happen. And ladies and gentlemen, so may it be for you. That after the Holy Spirit has guided you, that this is how to pray, stand still. But let's have a look at two of those scriptures in the New Testament. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. Matthew 10, verse 19. I'm going to read to verse 20. Jesus said, but when they deliver you up, take no thought or what you, how or what you shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak for it is not ye that speak but the spirit of your father which speaketh in you and so ladies and gentlemen what i want you to understand is this when you are in the place of fasting and and you're praying the holy spirit will speak to your spirit and he will guide you Pray it like this. Say this, especially when God says, Okay, to solve this challenge, I know what to do. Say it this way. And, ladies and gentlemen, what I want you to understand is the sensitivity for you to hear the Holy Spirit in those times of a crisis is heightened when you are fasting, because fasting turns down the noise of the world your flesh your fears your anxieties everything else around you and it allows you literally to focus in on the lord the same way you tune a radio if you can remember what those things are a radio whereby you had to turn the dial what happens is when you get to the use in in those days because i'm sure some of you may have never seen one that In those days, you will get to the station and it will be faint. And then when you get right on it, it becomes clear. When you're fasting, that is what happens. It's like you hit the right frequency and the picture becomes clear. Jehoshaphat obviously had hit the right frequency and the Holy Spirit told him, this is how to pray. This is how to pray. Jesus said, you and I have the same privilege. Turn with me, please, ladies and gentlemen, to John chapter 16, and we'll read verse 13. John 16, verse 13. The Bible says, Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come so ladies and gentlemen the holy spirit will literally hear what needs to be said from the father and he will minister it to you and so this is what fasting enhances it gives you the ability to hear the lord and so let's wrap up our story when you think about it notice what happened jehoshaphat the bible says the spirit of the lord came upon somebody with a prophetic gift. And this is what I want you to understand. When you are fasting, the gifts of the spirit flow freely. The gifts of the spirit flow freely. And this is what I want you to realize because you become more sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing. And this is key. This is what happens. The Holy Spirit's gifts begin to flow. Words of knowledge, words of wisdom, um, supernatural faith. Gifts of power, gifts of, um, gifts of healing, the things, the prophecy, that, and you realize all these gifts when you are fasting flow into your prayer life because you're more sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So there's no resistance to him. And in those moments, things begin to change. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I really pray that you're encouraged by Jehoshaphat's story. May the Lord say this over you. Just before we go to the next, the next, the next, um, the next example, may the Lord say this over to you: that the battle that you are fighting is not yours; it is the Lord's, and may He tell you exactly what to do. Turning your Bibles, ladies and gentlemen, as we bring that. A so close to Isaiah 30, really from verse 21. Isaiah 30, verse 21. And the Bible says the following And thine ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When you turn to the right hand, and when you turn to the left, the Holy Spirit will guide you, and this will turn out well. And so speaking about guidance, please, let's have a look at the next impact of fasting. Turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter 13, and we're going to read from verses 1 to 4, and it buttresses the fact that in any situation you are facing, the difference between success and failure many times is guidance, where the Holy Spirit guides you. Let's have a look at Acts chapter 13, Read it from verse 1. Now there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger, and Lucius of Cyrene and Manian, which had been brought up with Herod the Tetra and Saul. And the Bible says the following, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work whereunto I have called them. Verse three. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. And verse four says, so they being sent forth by the Holy ghost departed unto Seleucia. And from thence they sailed to Cyprus and the, re- the record of their journeys. One of the results is what you look at in the new Testament, the life and times of Paul and the letters that he wrote. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, when you are fasting, direction becomes easy. You are able to hear the Lord. He will tell you things that you are not even looking for. This is He will share with you what God has on His heart. And So I want you to realize, ladies and gentlemen, in this season, no matter what the circumstances say, spend a few hours in fasting. Spend a day in fasting turn the news off, turn it down the volume, even if you're at work, miss a few meals, miss maybe lunch, or turn off the television, don't read, don't buy your favorite newspaper, and say to the Lord, I just need to know what to do. The Bible says God is faithful, and he'll step into your situation, and your circumstances. And so we realize that this is what happens when you fast. They became sensitive to the Holy Spirit and he shaped their lives and their destinies. And so what I want you to realize, ladies and gentlemen, when Jesus said, after praying, moreover, when you fast, because fasting accentuates your prayer life, the time spent with the Lord, your time with your Father. But let's have a look at one last example um one last example and we will see what happens and this is and this is where we will close it for this evening and i hope this brings comfort to someone please turn in your bible to esther chapter four and we're going to read from verse 16 the reason we're going and i explained esther chapter four and we are up against verse 16. The story, I will tell you the story because it's about five or six chapters long. I will tell you the story and this is what has happened. The Jews are in great peril. Somebody has been promoted that really wants their harm. He's a man called Haman. He has now got the king to sign a decree that they can be killed on a particular day at a particular time. And the Jews, the the, the writing is published, the Jews panic, Mordecai goes to Esther and He says to Esther, you have to go in and ask the king for mercy because this is all of us will die. And Esther says, I haven't been called in to see the king for a month. And she says, if anyone goes in and the king doesn't raise the golden scepter, they will be killed on the spot. Mordecai responds and he's. I'll I'll pick up the narrative rather than verse 16 from verse 12, and then we will go from there. And the Bible says, and they told Mordecai, and they told to Mordecai Esther's words, what I just summarized for you. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holds thy peace at this time, then shall there enlarge, enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Very famous phrase. Verse 15. Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are, in, that are present in Shusan, which is the capital of, that was capital of Persia at that point in time. And fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. And I also and my maidens will fast likewise. And so will I go into the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the story continues from there. And Esther then goes in to see the king and he raises the scepter. She gets great favor. She calls a banquet and the king brings Haman. The um, Mordecai is honored. And what happens, and this is what, what I want you to pick out when you're fasting is this. When you take an action, when you are fasting, the impact of your actions will go further than what you expect. So ladies and gentlemen, please hear me well hayman had worked out that there was a particular day where his plan would be successful it is in yes that's it it was yes um esther 3 verse 13 and the Bible says, and letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish, all Jews, both young and old, little children and women in one day, even upon the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month Adar, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. Haman had found out that this was the only day that his plan will be successful, and he found out by dark means. Esther and the Jews fast. Esther goes into the king. Esther goes in to see the king. The king eventually honors Mordecai. Haman, is hanged, but the judgment still stands. Esther goes back in to see the king. She receives favor again, and the king says, write a letter, and You are free to defend yourself if anybody attacks you. Turn with me, ladies and gentlemen, to Esther chapter 9, verse 1. Esther chapter 9, verse 1. And this is what I sense the Lord is saying to someone. On the because they had prayed and fasted, not only did Esther get favor to speak to the king and things were worked out let me read to you esther 9 verse 1 and then we'll go from there and the bible says now in the 12th month that is the month ada on the 13th day of the same when the king's commandment and his decree do near drew near to be put into execution in the day that the enemies of the Jews hoped to have power over them, though it was turned to the contrary that the Jews had rule over them that hated that hated them. Verse two, the Jews gathered themselves together in their cities throughout all the promises of the king Ahasuerus to lay hand on such as thought they hurt, and no man could withstand them, for the fear of them fell on all people. I'll pause in my reading there, and I'll explain what I'm trying to say to you when you fast and pray things that were yours that have been stolen days where they said this day should be yours the breakthrough should come to you the promise the job the the whatsoever it may be and it's been held back when you fast and pray, not only will God deliver you immediately, but he will deliver you in the long term. Exactly the day that the enemy planned for evil, it was turned round for good. Why? They fasted and prayed and did what the Holy Ghost said. Ladies and gentlemen, so will it be with you. In this season where you realize that the news is terrible, hear me well, pause the noise, take a step back. It doesn't matter what you are facing. It doesn't matter what has been written. It doesn't matter what has been said. It doesn't matter whether the judgment has been given. May the Lord step into your matter and turn it round for good because he will tell you, pray like this. You see, this is the beauty of fasting. So when the Lord Jesus was saying, Prayer is wonderful, but on top of prayer, add fasting. Why? Because it makes you more sensitive. It gives the Lord the opportunity to guide, to invest in you, so that he shapes your words and your actions, so what you say will come to pass, because you are praying what God said and what God wants to hear. And so ladies and gentlemen, as we come to to the end for tonight, let's look at one scripture that wraps this up, okay? One scripture that wraps it up. And I really pray, what am I trying to do tonight, ladies and gentlemen? This is why I said fasting will help you have a healthy heart because it ensures that your heart is strong, mature to the Lord, filled with him, because your bible study life, your prayer life, your worship life, your obedience life and your giving life all become amplified and the lord can fill you. One scripture that drives this home and then we will we will pause we'll pray and we'll pause for tonight. Please turn in your bible to 1 John chapter 5. And we will go from verse 14 and 15. 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. The Bible says the following. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he, that is God, heareth us and if we know that he hear us whatsoever we ask we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him if the lord almighty god tells you pray like this the results are beyond the control of anything else You see, this is what Jesus was trying to make sure, that when you come before God in prayer, you've already got inside information that pray like this, say this, do it this way, lay hands like this, wait, don't send the application today, send it in the morning, send it in the afternoon, Don't buy this car, buy that one. Don't do this, don't marry this person, marry that one. Whatsoever the Lord wants you to do, he will guide you why he loves you. And please remember that, no matter what you are going through, the Lord loves you. So he literally wants to tell you, do it this way, because this will free me to answer your prayers. And ladies and gentlemen, we have found in nine examples, when these kind of things happen, fasting is never absent. Never absent. Fasting is never absent. And so ladies and gentlemen, this is, as we come before, as we come to the end tonight, I pray you're encouraged. I pray you're excited. Please turn in your, I would like to pray with everyone. whether And I really believe um, tonight, I really, I pray with you. Kindly turn in your Bibles to Isaiah 58. And the Bible says the following. In Isaiah 58, we're going to read from verse nine. Um, I'm going to read, v- verse nine is my destination. I'll start from verse eight. And the Bible says the following. The Bible says, Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily. And thy righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory of the Lord shall be thy rear reward. Verse 9 Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry. And he shall say, "Here I. And my prayer for all, everybody is as follows. I pray that from this day forward, that your light breaks forth like the morning because of what Jesus Christ has done. I pray that your health springs forth speedily. I pray that the righteousness of the almighty God goes before you and that the glory of the Lord is your defense so that no one can touch you. I pray that when you call in this season, the Lord will answer. And I pray that when you cry, when you lift your heart and cry out to the Lord, the Lord won't just answer, he will say, here I am. And ladies and gentlemen, you realize this is what happens when you fast. The Lord becomes so close to who you are and what you are. May God bless you today. May God hear you. And may God keep you. I pray that as you spend time with the Lord in fasting, and fasting is not suffering. Fasting, ladies and gentlemen, is spending time away from food or distractions and spending time with the Lord in the Bible, prayer, worship, obedience, giving. And may God step into your situation. Ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful week. May God bless you. For those of you that are going to go to the Festival of Life enjoy it. For those of you that um, may God hear you so clearly. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful evening. So I'll, we'll end that there. If you're listening by podcast, may God bless you and keep you. Have a wonderful night, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you.